Welcome everybody to the Car Chronicles. My name is Daniel. We're here at the Daniel Tissues Experience Studio in our multi-million dollar car uh, outside with this beautiful ocean view. How are you? Are you well? Like seriously, like, like mentally, are you doing okay? Are you sleeping well? Are you eating well? Are you exercising, spending time with your loved ones? You know, as the year's beginning to wrap up, I think it's important to kind of just check in with yourself. I'm doing well. I'm doing, I'm doing a lot better now than I was a month ago, like night and day. I think Christmas for a lot of people is a time of, you know, home and holidays and you feel warmth and, and not just, you know, physical warmth in terms of like a fireplace, but emotional warmth, right? You get to go home to hopefully, you know, people who you have good relationships with, people who you enjoy being around, people who energize you, make you feel good about yourself and make you feel happy. But my friends, I would also like to stress the importance of awareness and realizing that there are many people who don't have a family. There are many people who, quote unquote, they have the, the blood relatives. They have a father, if you want to call them that, or a mother, but, but there's no actual relationship there. And I think this time of year is extremely tough because, you know, I talk about things of like, looking at social media posts, looking at people who have more followers than you, who are doing better than you, they have a better partner than you have, whatever. Now imagine it being Christmas time and you see everybody with their families. You see everybody excited to go home and have that big Christmas dinner. What if you don't have one? My friends, loneliness is a, is a horrible thing. Loneliness is a very, very, very horrific thing. There's a, there's a reason why in prisons, one of the worst things, like the timeouts, are not to throw you to a pit of snakes or to beat you up, but, but generally they're to, to isolate you. They're to put you in a box and keep you away from everybody else. Well, what does that tell you? My friends, we are innate, you know, social creatures. We got, we got to talk to people. We got to go out. That's why, you know, people who volunteer and people who are part of clubs have less chances of developing depression. You know, they're, they're more healthier individuals psychologically. You know, they're, they're people who, you know, they find belonging in life. They, they find themselves in places and situations where they feel appreciated, where they feel loved, where they feel like they can contribute. And there's a lot of people who don't have that. So, my friends, if you, you can do something kind for someone, you know, if you can make someone's day or just send someone a message over these holidays i think you would be you'd be making the world a different like like a world of difference i really do you know I, I promise you there's someone who's feeling a little more lonely you know maybe they don't have family and maybe they don't come out here and make these videos or, or make any posts about it but they just kind of keep to themselves and a simple text or call or facetime just checking in and being hey you know i, I was thinking about you how are you? Hey, I, I missed your voice. I wanted to hear you. How have you been? Hi, what are you up to? Like just a genuine, sincere, you know, I want to hear about you because I know that there's a person or persons who you're thinking, oh, you know what? I should reach out to that person. I should speak to them. But for whatever reason, you've pushed it off. You've pushed it off and, and you know, you're saying, oh, whatever, when time calls, but man, life is short. You've got to, you've got to do it. You've got to reach out to people and talk to them. But here's the thing, you don't have to. Right, let, me, let me contradict myself, you don't have to do anything. But I think, you know, when we realize, when we make this connection in our brains of how easy it is now, in the year 2020 that we're living in, to send a message out to someone, I'm not saying leave your house at six in the morning, go catch a train to visit an old friend, but man, if you could just send a message, hey, I was thinking about you, I hope you're doing well, happy holidays. The, the sheer thought, my friends, that, and that that's what really counts, all right? I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing that you can do with out of genuineness, right? From from the bottom of your heart, you know, it's coming from a place of love. And I think, 
you know, if there's anything that can go around that's completely free, that can make a huge difference that anyone can do, no matter their upbringing or where they're from or how much money they have, is kindness. I, I beg you almost, man. There, there's some people, seriously, like a kindness can go a long way and it doesn't cost a cent and just a smile and how are you goes a long way. So if you can make someone's day, why not? If it's that easy. And trust me, not only do they feel good, but you'll feel good about it as well. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say December, and, and I, I'm not 100% sure, so I don't want to say this with, um, what do they say, with emphatomy? With, with emphasis? You could say that. I don't want to say this with emphasis. I don't want to say this confidently. Yeah. So I don't want to say this confidently, but I believe if December is not the month with the highest suicide rates, it's probably one of them. Like, like if it's not the number one, it's probably up there, just because of the, the reasons that I mentioned earlier about people not having a family and loneliness. And, and overall, you know, it gets darker too, right? And one of the things that contribute to our happiness is vitamin D, which we get from the sun. And in no way am I saying that just, you know, less sun equals you becoming depressed, but it does play a factor, you know, and you have to think that things build up, stress builds up, maybe you got finals, maybe you got laid off from work, maybe you don't get that big promotion you thought you were going to get. And, um, you know, it can be tough. Right? Or what if, you're, what if it's your first Christmas without you know, a family member, a first Christmas without your partner? So they can be very tough and it's just important to, it's just, important to be, just be aware. You know, be aware and, and acknowledge that. 2020 has been a, a year. You know, and and I, I almost put a and then fill in the blank year. At the beginning of the year, I'm not going to lie. Even throughout the summer when COVID was happening and I was under, I understood the severity of it and how many people it was impacting and how many people it was dividing because of it, because of the people who were saying stay home at all costs against the people who were saying, man, forget this COVID thing, dude, let's go out, let's have fun. I was, I was having a good time. I'm going to be completely honest. Just for me and my family, we were good. We were healthy. We stuck to our own thing for a while. You know, things were cool. I, you know, we did... I, you know, school online, which at first I was like, oh, you know, I wish I could see people like face to face. But afterwards, you get used to it. You know, it's not a it's like, all right, sweet. I don't have to, you know, spend time on the bus and I can, you know, I'm two minutes away from my fridge rather than running from building to building. So in that sense, it was nice. But I've also heard a lot of stories from other people about health situations and just traveling situations, you know, and, and if they say, Daniel, this was, you know, the worst year in, in the last couple of years, who am I to deny their perspective and their experience. And I think overall, for the majority of people, it's been an extremely tough year. From every aspect, from health aspect, economically, you know, I know a lot of people have gotten laid off. And it's, it's tough. It's tough on a lot of people. You know, there's, I was not surprised at all to hear this. In March, when everything shut down, social media use went up. Why? Because you're inside more, right? You're going to be on your phone more. Alcohol use went up, alcohol consumption, drug use went up, depressive symptoms went up, anxious symptoms went up. You know, so in one sense, you can kind of see how like this domino effect, like did COVID make people more depressed? Well, it's like, well, man, indirectly, you know, it can have effects on you, right? Let's say you get laid off from work. Now you don't have money and now you really struggle paying rent. Now you can't, you know, go out and buy food and things. Now you can't go and see your friends, you know, that you would go see once a week just to kind of chill out. So we've taken it from you socially. We've taken it from you financially. It, it's troubling, man. It, it's a, 
it's a really tough spot to be in. And what I'm about to say is going to be different for different people because the year 2020 is, has been different depending on your perspective and depending on your experience. But I do believe that with all the obstacles that we've gone through, I do believe that with all the barriers and everything that we've overcome, we've survived. You've come through. You made it. You're alive. And I think that is a pat on its back. That is a pat on your back on its own. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't easy, man. Life is not easy. This idea that, oh, man, life's kind of cool. You just kind of, you know, go through our life having a good time. Man, there's so much darkness and suffering and, and just pain and, and unfair and and just sadness. You know, but but you learn how to how to deal with it, right? You learn how to adapt to it. You, you learn to become stronger. You learn to use your resources. You know, you learn to thrive. But but this year was a really, really hard year. And my friends, you know, this is interesting because you get into the thing of like, should you applaud someone for doing the basics? For example, I was just going to say, you know, please pat yourself on the back for surviving this year because it was a tough year, man. And I don't even know your circumstances. And I understand severities are going to differ. You know, someone may have failed the test. Someone may have lost a family member. So I don't even want to compare those. But, oh man, what was I saying? I was on such a roll. <laughs> oh man, if only I had like a guy like behind the screen with like those like fat like flashcards and it's like like literally word for word and he just drops it. Da, 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 you know, that'd be kind of goofy. Right, right. I was saying, I was saying, you know, applauding people for doing the basics. So for example, you know, I'm so proud of you for going through this year. I don't know what you've been through, but whatever it is, whatever stress you've encountered, you overcame it. And because of that, I respect you for it. I love you for it. And I'm proud of you for it. I might not even know you, but I've got love for you. And that's all that matters. Seriously. Pat yourself on the back. It was tough, right? And now we get into this thing of like, well, like, duh, like, you know, I get through, like, everybody did it. But does that mean that we shouldn't applaud you? It's like saying, well, you know, applying something for getting a bachelor's degree. Like, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm, I'm young. I'm, you know, 22 years old. I should have a bachelor's degree by now. It's like, but dude, but you still, you're still doing it. Like, that's still good, in my opinion. You know, it's like, you know, imagine saying, hey, man, I never missed a martial arts class. You know, in five years. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to. But it's like, man, like, it's a good thing. You know, I mean, it's, it can be a little controversial, right? Because Let's say this, let's say this. You're with your boyfriend or girlfriend and your girlfriend hasn't cheated on you in the last year. You know, would you go up to him and be like, hey, like, I'm really proud of you. You haven't cheated on me. Like, is that is that even something worth applauding? You know, is that even something worth praising? I don't know. You know, my immediate thought is you don't have to be as, like, direct about it. You know, you don't have to be as, like, dull about it. But, but I do think there's something to be said you know, when someone continuously earns your trust. And if you want to see something be repeated, you should definitely praise them, right? With, with respects to the love effect, right? You praise something, a person likes it, they're more likely to do it again, right? When they like the consequence and the consequence or the outcome, in this case, is you praising them, you'll repeat it once more. So I think, you know, whether it's just going through a tough year and you'd be like, yeah, well, generally, let's just expect it. Like, like, duh, like we all do. But it's like, man, you know, you could not have. I think that's, that's what's really, that's what I'm really trying to get at. You know, you could not have made it through, you know, and, and just to be honest, that could just mean, hey, you could have been a lot worse than you are right now. Could you have been better? A hundred percent. Could you have been worse? A hundred percent. And I think there's that fine balance of, hey man, like pat yourself on the back. You, you deserve it. It was tough and you made it through and 2020 was a lot, 
you know, it was a lot of change. It was a lot of difference. It was a lot of adapting, a lot of modifying, you know? And um, I think the fact that you dealt with it personally, personally, I believe it's made you a better person. I'm, I believe in any situation, you could always find a positive. You could always. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but I'm saying in any situation, you can find the negative or you can find the positive. I myself, given the option, I will always pick the positive. I won't look at the negative if I don't have to. Don't get me wrong. If it's a situation where it's constructive and you need to look at the negative because you failed, so you learn, that's a different story. But if I'm in a situation where there's nothing I can do about it, like literally nothing, why would I waste my time thinking about the negative? You know? Oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Why does it always sound negative? Why can't it be positive? Wow, what if this happens? What if that happens? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just a, it's, it's a mindset thing. You know, and I really do believe everything that's happened has made you a better person. I sincerely do believe that. And that you will look back on this year, not with anger, hopefully not with spite or, or sadness, but you'll look at it as a really, I don't want to cop out and say like, you know, strengthening your character. But, but seriously though, I would say this is one, you know, to use some MMA terminology where you bit down on your mouthpiece, kept your head down and you walked forward. You know, like a soldier, you marched forward into the battlefield and it was tough and it was brutal and it was stressful and it was chaotic and a lot of people didn't know what was happening. A lot of people who went on the news and told you what to do, they really didn't know what was happening either. They were just getting their information from their higher up, you know, and he barely knew, right? Because the science, you know, they just kept trying to catch up and see, you know, what is the best thing to do. Regardless, I think it's important to be, to be praised and to be applauded. And even if that's just you talking to yourself, you know, thinking, hey, man, I made it. This was tough, but I did it, and that's good. And I should be proud of myself for that. I think love is so important, my friends. I think, I think self-love is unbelievably important. To love yourself, to love what you do, to love other people. You know, and I think when you love yourself, things get really bright. Like, life gets really, really bright. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't really love anything else. You know, it's really hard to love life. It's really hard to love a job or it's really hard to, you know, have love for a friend or a spouse or anything like that. So I think it all starts from you, man. It starts from, you know, how do you view yourself? And I'm out of my own curiosity, you know, what did you learn from this year? You know, what did you learn? What did you learn about yourself? I promise you it was something valuable. As long as you look back on it, you know, don't dwell on the losses. Don't sit there day and night, but, but look at the guy. What can I learn? And then move on. What can I learn to become better than I am? And then move on. I think that is really good, man. I think a little bit of adversity is good for people. I do. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking, you know, I'm talking about waking up Mondays a little early. I'm talking about being under a little bit of stress, seeing how you, how you move, right? I'm not talking about those more extremes, you know, but, but I do think struggle is important in life and I do think adversity is good in life. And I think as long as you're aware of it and you deal with it a little bit, you're a little bit more accustomed to it. I, as a friend, I would never want you to never be um, exposed to stress or struggle or hardship because if you're not and you're in the safe bubble, all of a sudden when it does hit you, it will hit you like a truck and it's going to be brutal. It's going to be almost impossible because you've never dealt with it. You know, I think it's important to look at yourself. You know, what do you do under stress? What do you do when that, 
hormone cortisol starts, starts going off. You know, what do you do when you start stressing out and you don't feel like yourself? How do you handle the situation? Can you keep yourself under control? Can you keep other people under control? Can you lead a team? I'll be completely honest. I was in a position at one point where I was like, dude, I don't even, I don't want to talk to anyone because I can't even talk to myself. Like, like in here, I was just, I was just so stressed out about different things going on. And I was like, man, like I'm not even in the mood right now to, I don't even have patience for myself, let alone anyone else. So I think of anything, you know, it really teaches you that, all right, when, when man, when, when the waters are calm, I'm not going to be impressed that you steered, you know, the boat the right way, that you sailed the right direction. You know, I want to see what happens in times of stress. You know, I want to see what happens when, you know, there's problems that arise and something, you know, doesn't go right. Like, what, what do you do, you know, when everything hits the fan, if you will? That's, you know, that's what I want to know. And I think for a lot of people, if, if you were like me and you really dropped the ball, good. Take note of that. Think, all right, when pressure hit, that's what happened. You know, I want you to, to be mindful of the fact of, all right, listen, in life, there's going to be lots of stress. And there's two ways I can respond to stress. Or really, two ways you can respond to anything in life. You have your primary response and your secondary response. Your primary response is you change it. You literally change it. For example, uh, let's say I don't feel good. Why? Because I'm not sleeping well. My primary response would be to change my own behavior. So I start sleeping earlier, right? I start sleeping at the same time. A secondary response is when you can't change it, but you but you act according to it. You, you, it's more passive. You react to it as opposed to primary, which is more active. So, for example, you know, second day might be a loved, you know, a family member, a loved one got really, really sick. Now, you don't really have a primary response because you can't, it's not in your control, right? You can't change the sickness itself. However, the secondary response that you can give is how you think about it. It's how you react to it, you know. It's how you support them. You, know, you can't change the sickness, but you can change your, your feelings towards it. Does that kind of make sense? Like the first one primary is like, is like you're doing it, you're changing in and, in and of itself. But secondary is like you're not changing it, but you're adapting to it. You know, you're reacting to it, you're taking it in, you're almost absorbing it and kind of modifying it to fit your own you know, world, if you may. So, but just with, with regards to stress, you know, I think it's important to, to just be open to stress and, and deal with it and work with it and just understand, you know, what it does to you, you know, how it kind of fogs up your brain and it becomes a lot harder to concentrate. You know, a lot of things we want to respond to in life, you know, you got to understand, man, stress is going to come up repeatedly. Stress is going to be, stress is going to be all around you forever. You know, and it's not, I don't believe the, the answer is to hide and pretend it doesn't exist and just ignore your responsibilities, you know. But I also don't believe that you should go out looking for it. I don't, I don't believe that you should be cautious about it and staying up at night, you know, worrying about things. You know, always oh, stressed about how am I going to, you know, do this the next day. If you don't have to, unnecessary worrying, I mean. You know, I think there is a balance between you respect it, you know that it's coming, you know, but you're not up you know, crazy eyed waiting for it, right? You're, you're relaxed. You're able to s slow down your breathing. You're able to be mindful about it. Now, I think thinking like that, you can really learn to respect stress, not like it. You don't have to like it. You know, you, yeah, like you can be like, oh man, F I hate stress. Like that's fair, but it's going to come again. You know, it's going to happen again, whether you like it or not, you know, but so what if you respect it? You know, what if you respect it for what it is? You know, like, you know what else I respect? I respect water. Like water can kill you. 
And I really respect water. I don't like it. I don't listen, but I respect it. Because water is a powerful thing. I know this took a weird turn, but like, listen to me right now, right? I drink water and it's great. It's one of those healthiest things I can do. But if I'm in an ocean, it could kill me. Like water could just drown you. You know, you get caught up in a, in a current or something and you, you hit rocks. Like it's, you got to respect, like it's dangerous. You know, you got to respect it. I think that that's really important in life. You know, sometimes you're, you're in situations, you know, emotionally or literally like physically. And it's not, it's not a matter of, you know, I like it or I dislike it, but it's just, you got to learn to respect it and understand it's going to be there regardless of how you feel, whether it's your emotions whether it's the ocean and the waves or whether it's completely other things. For example, I was watching this video. Man, it was on YouTube. There's this kid and he appears to be on, in the, I believe it was BC. I want to say BC or Alberta. Anyways, he's walking along this trail, right? Beautiful trees, gorgeous. And all of a sudden, he hears something um, in the trees and he hears this growling. He's like, oh God, you know, he's maybe a few years older than me. And then he turns around and there's this man. What was it? Was it a cougar? I want to say it was a cougar. Feel like, yeah, maybe, maybe a cougar of some sorts. You know, it was small, but man, it looked, it looked menacing. And it's maybe seven, eight meters away from him. And he's looking at it and he's taking a video of it. And as he's looking at it, he's just slowly walking backwards. And this thing is just walking him down. And he just keeps walking him backwards. He's not going to run because he's worried it'll chase him. Right? He's not going to stop because if he stops, it, it's going to get him. It's going to get real close. And I saw this kid for about four or five minutes just walking backwards. He's shouting at it, screaming at it, blah, 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 you know, to get it to scare off and nothing would. And it was just walking him down. How does this relate to stress and stuff? Man, again, you could say, well, you know, being under stress and being calm or whatever. But recently, man, I've been thinking as human beings, we are like hilariously inadequate to survive. Like I was thinking about it, right? Like as this cougar was walking him down and he's walking backwards, I was like, man, if he runs, it'll chase him. It's faster than him. If they get into a fight, he didn't have a knife or anything on him. I said, its claws are sharper than yours. Its teeth are sharper than yours. You know, it, it can probably see better than you can. It probably saw you way before you saw it for a fact. It can smell better than you can. It can probably hear better than you can. Like you are so hilariously outmatched. Like it, it's almost hard to fathom. Seriously. If you're like head to head with a bear, like pff, rest in peace. But, but, you know, this is one thing uh, that fascinates me between a confrontation between an animal or just anything that could really kill you, you know, anything that could seriously threaten you is you're not in control. You know, that worries me. That worries me. You know, you find yourself in a situation where there's nothing you can do about it and the opposition can pick what's going to happen. They can pick if they want to pursue this further. They can pick if they want to break your bone, if they want to take your life or if they want to walk away. It's not in your hands and that terrifies me. So I've been thinking about that recently, you know, just with respect to stress and, and respecting things, you know, and it's like, oh, I don't like, you know, cougars and I don't like bears. Well, guess what? If you're in British Columbia or other places, and I mean, depending on where you've got, you can have so many things, man. You can have wolves, you can have coyotes, you can have, you know, cougars, you can have panthers, you know, but man, like just animals can really F you up. Like, like, I don't think you're understanding, like, how crazy, like, this is what I want you to do, right? Go to YouTube, type in snake eats deer. A snake eating a full deer, right? Right, type in, uh, you know, like, grizzly bears, like, fighting each other. You know, t type in, uh, what's another one I've seen? Grizzly bear chases biker. Like, this is guy, by, like, like, you just start looking, he's like, oh my God, like, if this thing got a hold of me, like, I'm done.
I'm a hundred percent done. Like I genuinely think that for anyone who who goes out on hikes and even like just running some trails, man, you should you should be prepared. You should always have things on you. You know, I've just been recently looking at that in terms of you know whatever whatever whether you were talking about spray or you know horn or knives. Like Jesus, like that stuff's important, man. Better than to have it and not need it, and then to need it and not have it. Am I right? Seriously, like it's listen. I'm not saying your little itty bitty knife is gonna you know kill the bear. But I'm saying it's better than nothing, right? This is going to tear your face off, but it's better than nothing. Because you, you look at the human skin and like it's so soft and that kind of thing could just tear you to shreds. Oh, God. I mean, you don't even stand it. Like, how much does a bear weigh? Straight up, how much does a bear weigh? A thousand pounds? There's probably something to go with. Oh, yeah, there's definitely something that'd be more than a thousand pounds. 1,200? 1,300? Like, like that's, like, oh, my God. Like, if, if a bear was in front of me and wanted to rip my head off, what would I do? Then you could say, oh, I'd do this and I'd run and I'd hit him in the face. Like, come on, brother. Like, I mean, seriously, dude. Like, if you ever go out there, you know, Daniel teaches the survival guide expert. <laughs> seriously, it's not a bad idea to have a gun. For the first time in my life, I'm genuinely thinking about guns now. Because I always thought about, you know, guns as like self-defense. And, I'm, you know, I wasn't a, a big fan in that nature. But if you're talking about hunting... People make the mistake, they go, oh man, Canada, you know, they don't have guns. Canada has a fudge load of guns, man. Huge. I had one uh, teacher in high school. He said, guys, I've almost had any hunting gun known to man, right? And we're in British Columbia, Canada, so you're like, well, I don't understand. You know, how do, um, uh, you know, how do you have guns here? And well, for hunting, right? For hunting, they give those suckers out, right? You're good. You're good to go. Um, you know, so anything like, uh, you know, like those little snipery ones, I'm not going to pretend like I know the names, but they're basically just meant for hunting, right? Just you get a hunting license, you get a hunting permit, and you can use them for hunting. They're good. I believe the only one that you cannot get is a handgun, and as well as with like automatic, right? But handguns, I believe, were solely meant for self-defense against another person. I believe, I believe you can't get handguns, but I have to double check that. But yeah, I've been thinking about it. Like, seriously, like if there's a bear or a wolf or, or something, man, like, you'd be good off with a gun or something, you know? Like, at, at best case scenario, like, you want to have a gun, you want to have a knife, you want to have a horn. Like, nature is, like, when you go into a forest, like, I don't know if you folks go camping. I've been a handful of times, man. You're stepping into, into their backyard, you know? Like, that's their home, you know? And I think to, to underestimate nature... And, and the capabilities of, of some of those animals, I think that's foolish, my friends. I think you should always be ready. You know, I think you should always be prepared. You know, and again, sh you know, shouts out to that early stress talk we had. You know, when you're in the moment and, and you're facing this creature, this animal, and you're not sure, you, you can't predict its habit. It, it gets very scary, extremely scary. It's not like, oh, I'll see it, I'll do this. Man, if it's standing across from you, three, four meters, and it's looking at it like it's about to rip your throat out. That's a different story, ladies and gentlemen. That's a different story. It's important. So if you're hearing this, seriously, I mean, you already know this. Like, if, if you've already gone out on, like, those big hikes or camping or whatever, I know you got some sort of first aid kit, some sort of, you know, uh, thing for self-defense, or so I hope. But for the people who aren't and are going to go about that life, you know, are going to go the hiking up and the traveling and going on mountains, I would think it's foolish not to have something. Seriously. Like, it... I just, I, like, man, like bears and wolves and cougars and, Jesus, man. What a bad way to go, huh? Just 
tearing you apart limb from limb. God, what if it's like a pack? What if it's like a pack of wolves? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, man. Do you know how, how sharp the teeth of a, of a cougar or a wolf are? Dear God. Like, what are you going to do? Outrun it? Like, good luck. Oh, Jesus. Dear Lord. <laughs> I can imagine one person listening to this being like, oh, I hope he talks about anxiety today. Or like, I hope he talks about like confidence. And then he just hears like a pack of wolves just devouring you. Like, seriously, though, do you think about self-defense? Like, just on a, on a total, whole other note, like, do you think about it? Like, is that ever a thought that occurs? Okay, let's play this. Let's play this out. You're walking at night, man or woman. You're walking. It's late. It's past midnight. You're walking home. There's a guy walking behind you. He's kind of shady. Let's hope to God nothing happens. This is your stranger walking by. If he was to do something, if he was to try something, could you do something about it? Now, as you answer that in your head, I'm curious, what, what, I'm curious, what would it be? Because if you do self-defense, if you do a martial art, you might say, yeah, like, I'll try this technique or I've been doing this or whatever. You know, you might say, oh, you know, I'll scream really loud or I'll run. Or you might say, I got a spray or something, you know, in my purse, you know, or, um, yeah, I'll just, I'll hit him, you know, I'll knock him out UFC style, you know, okay. It's just, that's something that interests me. Like, I, I wonder if, like, how often do you think about that? Or, or is that, no, is that just like, it's so slim to happening that, that you don't even prepare for it. Like, it's like, nah, man, like, the chances of it happening are probably, like, zero. So it's not even worth my time. Because I've, I've thought about it. I think about it quite a lot, actually. I think about it. That's one of the reasons why I don't, um, why oftentimes, like, if, if I'm out, unless I'm maybe jogging, I don't have earbuds in. You know, I think it's important to be aware of your surroundings. And I think you shouldn't trust everyone, you know. And if you can, always side with caution. But I'm curious about that because I do know some people who are like, no, no, it's not even a thought. Like, self-defense is not even a thought. It's like, why would anyone want to beat me up? I'm a good guy. It's like, dude, it's not even about that. Maybe after your wallet, you know. And he's like, well, then I don't make that much money. Like, yeah, dude, he doesn't know that, you know. Um, you know, it might be about that. It might be the dude just had a bad day and he's just looking to take someone's head off and, you know, you're just in the wrong place, wrong time. So I think it's important, you know. I think it's interesting how we just went from stress to animals to this. But seriously, though, I think it's... I think self-defense is important in some nature. I think you should think about it. I really do. I really do. I think I'm not saying everybody should go register in boxing and wrestling classes, but uh, as God is my witness, I believe for you and for the people who you love, it should be a thought of be like, hey man, not everyone is a good person out there. And you know what I'm fascinated by? I'm fascinated by how much people trust complete strangers. Now, by no means do I want to make you uh, cautious. I mean, no, 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 that's not what I meant. But no means do I want to make you like paranoid or anything. But man, like I'll be at a, at a stop play. I don't know if I've already shared this, but the light will turn green. But I'm not going to wait until I look at the other car stop. Some of these people around me, you know, at these stoplights, they're super confident. Like as soon as that light says like you're good to go, they just start walking. They don't even look left and right. They're like, well, the light says go. I'm like, you trust the light? You trust whoever's behind that wheel to stop? Like, of course, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't they stop? Two separate occasions. I swear to God, I'm walking. Uh, you know, I press the button, red light. You know, I mean, for the other car, it goes from green to yellow to red. For me, it gives me the thumbs up to start walking. I'm like, you know what? Let me just check and see if the car is going to stop. I look over and the car passed me. It wouldn't have stopped. It, it just went through. I guess maybe for, it was like a late yellow or something. Two separate occasions. I never trust anyone else. Because whose fault is that if I get hit? 
the easy thing is to be like, oh, well, you know, it was the car's fault. It didn't stop, blah, blah. Yeah, dude, what if you're paralyzed now? Whose fault was it really? You could still say it's the car's fault. And that's fine. I accept that. Me being who I am, I'd say it's my fault. I'd say it was my fault for putting my life into your hands. I have no idea who you are. I should have checked left and right. That was on me. I take the blame. You might disagree. That's okay. That's just my philosophy of life. So when we talk about, you know, trusting other people, it's like, man, like, I don't know where that comes from. Like, is it just, if you don't think about self-defense at all, is it just the idea of like, oh, like, it just probably won't happen, like slim to none, or maybe it's this idea of like, oh, I just, I won't put myself in positions where that is a likely scenario, you know? Maybe you say to yourself, well, I'll just make sure I'm not out too late and I'm not in alleyways, you know, I'll stay in the public area. That's a fair way to look at it. I would argue that sometimes in life you can't decide, like sometimes you just find yourself in places, but you're right for the majority of the time. You can, you can steer clear of ways that you don't feel comfortable with. Um, but I, I think it's really, it's worth a thought, my friends. It's, it's worth a thought for anyone, for guys and, and especially ladies. And, and I say that because of the, the, the size, right? Statistically speaking, you're going to find guys who are bigger and stronger and taller and more muscular than women. Right? Women are, statistically speaking, you know, with respects to bone structure and whatnot, you know, women are smaller, you know, uh, maybe probably not as muscular. So it's important, man. I think it's important to think about. You know, I don't, I don't know what that means for you. I don't know if it just means you're just going to be more aware of your surroundings, if you're going to carry something with you, you know. Because it's, it's scary, man. There's just some creeps out there. There really are. And to pretend, like, you know what's, what's ridiculous? Like, I was reading this post and I was like, man, like, if only people didn't kill or if only people didn't sexually assault. I think that's the wrong kind of mindset. I'll tell you why. For you to sit there and go, you know what? I shouldn't have to protect myself. You shouldn't have to kill me. Or you shouldn't have to sexually assault people. It's like, my friend, here's the problem. I know that that's wrong. You know that that's wrong. The person doing it knows that it's wrong. They don't care. They're going to do it anyway. Logic and rationale and reasoning is out the window. So, so please don't have this idea of like, you know, killing is wrong. They should know better. That's his fault. You know, like, don't do it. Like, as a friend, I don't, might not even know you, but please, from, from safety reasons, do not do it. Always, oh man, it's tough because with this attitude, I sound like everybody's a creep, but I just, I feel like erring with the side of caution, you know, I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a bad idea right? Because you never know. You never know. You know, you can meet a guy, smiley, miley, is good, jolly like me, I'm friendly. And then, you know, who knows? Who knows? You know, wouldn't, wouldn't you feel better? You know, a peace of mind, just having something in your back pocket, literally or metaphorically. And again, this can be, you're in the wilderness, there might be animals about, or it can just be for your own sake, you know, just with people. You know, I'm going to say this, folks, there's some bad people out there and they do bad things. And they don't care that it's wrong. So please don't have this mindset of like, I wish people wouldn't kill or steal or sexually assault. Man, it's going to happen. And, and I don't think there'll ever be a time where it won't happen. Mind you, it's not sensible, rational, you know, good people. And there's, you know, it's not like the majority of the people are doing it. But there will always be people who do it. And I think, you know, sitting back and be like, no, it's your fault for doing it. it, it I, I don't think that's the right philosophy. I, I think... You should please take it seriously. And if you have not thought about self-defense like whatsoever, zero, I promise you it's, if you think about it the right way, it'll only do good. It'll only do good. Now, there are some problems when you start to, 
you know, look at like getting guns in the house and stuff. Because I have heard stories where, you know, you're, you're speaking to your spouse and you get into an argument, whatever. And if you have a gun, loaded gun that's close or on the table, you know, it's just it's problematic. I don't want to insinuate anything, but it can escalate things to a deadly level. But in general, I do think, man, self-defense is important to think about. My own recommendation would be martial arts. Go after martial arts. It's amazing. It's good. So you don't have to worry about carrying a knife or having a gun or anything like that because it's, you know, you never want to, you know, seriously hurt anyone, right? Never. You just want to protect yourself. You want to protect your own life. You want to protect the people around you. I would 100% recommend martial arts to anyone who's listening. Seriously. If you're a, hey, man, you know, I want to get some exercise. Man, they'll work you, man, depending on the class, but you can't go around with like wrestling or something or jujitsu or something, man. You'll be sweating from head to toe. Seriously. You know, or really any art, man. It just depends on the class and the instructor specifically. But I would highly, highly recommend uh, martial arts. And again, there's so many that you can get into. You know, you might say, oh, you know, I'm not even into fighting, man. I'm not aggressive. Man, if anything, you go there and forget the punches and kicks. It's an art. It's beautiful. You go there. There's a bunch of people there. You can talk to them. You know, it's good. It's a sense of community. 99% of the time, my friends, people who go towards martial arts are good people. Seriously. Like, I've, I've never met any jerks who do martial arts. And if, if they are, they don't stand it very long, you know, because usually they're a part of a club. And they have an instructor. So either what would happen is the instructor would kick it to them, you know, or the club members would stick it to them so they, they don't stay long. Seriously. I would highly, highly recommend it, folks. If you're on the borderline of looking at every, like getting into any martial art, I would highly recommend you do your YouTube, do some research, you know, see w what is out there for you. There's so many different ones, man. There's so many different ones out there. Just worst case scenario, you go to a class and it's not for you. But I would seriously recommend from a martial arts perspective, the safest thing that you can do to not only you know, be safe yourself, but, but to be safe with the other people around you, right? Not every martial arts thing is you got to have a knife on you, you know? It could just be, hey, you know, I know how to control someone. You know, you can be mindful of it too, right? Is it, you know, you know, what do you do if someone goes to push you? What do you do? What do you do if someone grabs your hand? What do you do if someone's stronger than you and they grab your hand? What do you do if someone comes, you know, so just, you, you, it's, it's good. In my opinion, in my opinion, I think everybody should know the basics of, of something, something anything this is exactly how i feel about being in the nature and being in the wild with those animals you know i'm not saying that bear is not going to fuck you up but i'm saying man knowing something i'm not saying you're going to be able to you know oh yeah you know i boxed the bear you know i got him rounds one through three he got me through you know four through seven but but i do think having something in your arsenal you know is better than absolutely nothing Right in that you know animal situation, I'm talking about a horn, you know, a spray, a knife, a gun, fire, something, you know. So again, and then in the person-to-person self-defense, I really do mean like something, you know. You know, it could be whatever, whatever you think is is adequate. But really, my friends, look look out for yourselves. You know, there's there's a lot of bad people out there, and a lot of bad things happen to good people. Good people who are just unaware and they're caught in a bad situation. And I hope to God you are not. But I would rather you be careful and have it not happen than have it happen. And you might say, well, Daniel, let's say I go into martial arts and I train all these months and years and it never happens. But don't you have a peace of mind? And even if you want to look at it as like wasted, like, dude, it's going to improve your confidence. It's going to improve your uh, physically. Like, it puts you in such good shape. What I can promise you from almost any martial art you go into is cardio, man. It's going to improve your heart, improve your lungs. Chances are they're going to improve your legs from all the movement and footwork. Like, seriously, I cannot uh, emphasize it enough. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. So, 
get yourself out there. You know, the reason why I just didn't say sports in general, because everything makes you feel good and is good for your body and good for you psychologically, it's because martial arts, man, you got two birds and one stone, right? You get the self-defense aspect and it's good for you, you know? So it's awesome. It's really, really good. So if you learned anything from this, you know, 2020 has been a tough year. It's important to learn to deal with stress. Wolves and bears can really tear you apart limb from limb, so it's good to be careful. And there's some really bad people out there. And you might be totally innocent and you did nothing wrong. But if, if they decide they want to start something, I hope that you have something in your back pocket just in case. My friends, this has been another episode. Yeah. That was good. Hmm? It was all over the place. There's a lot going on, but you know what? That's what was in my head. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, I really appreciate everyone who subscribes, everyone who likes. Thank you, my friends. It means the world to me. Anyone listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really, really appreciate it. Enjoy the holidays, my friends. Have a happy, stress-free, relaxing time. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.